Now, the program to help you and your family get fit and stay fit with a biblical foundation without a one-size-fits-all plan. It's Faith Family Fitness with your host, Full Armor Sports and National Champion Coach, Jason Lupo. Good morning. You're listening to 100.7 The Word. This is Faith Family Fitness, and I'm your host, Jason Lupo. Very special thanks for joining us on our first show. This show is about you, your family, your health, and most importantly, your faith. Every week, we will be giving you information to get healthy as a family, strengthen your relationship with your kids, and root yourself deeper into the Word of God. Today, we will be discussing basic training principles to help you understand how your body adapts and changes to exercise. And if you have kids in your car or listening in, this information will help them learn how their body adapts to the training they do in their sports. We have all heard the term intelligent design or creation. We marvel at the glory of God's creation in many ways. I still remember the first example ever shared with me as a middle schooler when the Bible teacher talked about the thousand eyes a fly has. Some see God's intelligent design in nature, the streams, waterfalls, pollination of flowers, beauty of wildlife. Parents may be struck by the beauty of the birth of their children, remembering what Genesis 1 has to say, that we are all made in God's own image. As a coach, I see the remarkable, intelligent design of my athletes, how the kids I coach are able to overcome obstacles, complete feats of strength that not only test the body, but also the mind, and how our bodies adapt to the stress that we put them under every day to allow us to become stronger, faster, and more technically proficient. I hope that after this show today, you can bask in the glory with me in the incredible adaptation of our bodies and share the understanding of how our bodies change with the training. Stay with us after this brief timeout to learn about how these basic training principles will help you get going on your way to your fitness journey. Thanks for listening to Faith Family Fitness, a presentation of Full Armor Sports Teams. Teamwork is at the core of any successful organization. At Full Armor Sports, led by national champion coach Jason Lupo, a Christ-centered approach to sports fundamentals and fitness has earned his company the respect of athletes and their parents. Full Armor Sports is committed to helping youth in our community experience growth through sports and to strive for improvement and excellence. Further, youth compete as individuals coming together with a sense of teamwork camaraderie, and support for one another. At Full Armor Sports, the reality is achievements, failures, wins, and losses eventually fade away. But the bonds team members form through competition evolve into relationships lasting forever. Learn more at FullArmorSports.com. Welcome back. This is Faith Family Fitness, and today we are going to be talking about beginning your fitness journey. Have you ever wondered how an athlete goes from never working out to an elite caliber of athletic performance, or how our bodies adapt and change and grow muscle? I have to tell you, I'm rarely surprised by an athlete's performance. We know before we step onto the pool deck, or onto the field, or into the gym, what an athlete is capable of achieving. But even still, it's miraculous to see what our kids and our bodies can do. I started Full Armor Swim Team back in 2016, and I had been coaching long before that swimming. 
And I've taught everything from swim lessons to elite athletes and everything in between. And it's still amazing to look back and look at the athletes that I currently coach and think back on when they first started. When they first started those swim lessons, when they first started in our beginner swim team program, and have progressed into our advanced program. And you think and you look back and you remember how much they struggled at each level uh, to continue to progress in their swimming journey. And it's exciting because you now know what the end result is of all that hard work and the journey is still not over. So how do we do it? How do we achieve this peak performance? How do we get to our goals? That is exactly what we're talking about today. We're talking about what does it take to get to the end of our fitness journey. But before we can talk about exercise and training programs, we have to understand how training works and how we need to structure our programs. And we're going to learn this through some basic training principles. Most important training principle, the one that I continually preach to our athletes, is specific adaptations to impose demands what we call the said principle. What it implies is that our bodies are going to adapt to the stress that we put ourselves under. But it also means that we're going to adapt in such a way that we force our body to complete those tasks. And so I always tell my athletes, if you do things the wrong way, you're going to continue to do things the wrong way. We lay down these neuromuscular pathways that basically continue to reinforce the bad behavior that we have. And so as we think about this, as we go through this, and we talk about the said principle, and we talk about all these basic training principles, it is important to understand that we have to do exercises right if we're in the gym, or if you start to to try to engage in a swimming program or any sport. But more importantly on this said principle is that we understand that we have to design our programs in such a way that's going to meet the end result. And so if we want to become more powerful, we have to train to become more powerful. We have to train power. If we want to become stronger, we have to train strength. If we want to become faster, we have to train speed. A baseball player might have to do a ton of different things. They got to train eye coordination. They got hand-eye coordination, speed, the technical aspects of swinging a bat. But we have to understand what are we trying to accomplish. And for some of you listening in today, it might be that you want to go to the backyard and you want to toss a football or a baseball with your kids. It might be that you want to walk up the stairs and no longer be out of breath. It might be that you want to complete your first 5K, a marathon, a triathlon. The list is endless. And I want you to know that you can achieve those goals. But we need to make sure that what we decide to do is going to work towards those goals. Doc Morris, a European pharmaceutical company, produced an ad a couple of years ago showing us this principle in a commercial. It starts with this older gentleman, and he walks into his garage, and he pulls off the blanket, and underneath this blanket is this kettlebell. Probably weighs about 40, 50 pounds. And you don't really know what this gentleman is trying to accomplish what he's training for, but he starts dragging this weight outside and he can hardly lift it. He can hardly move it. And it shows another scene. We assume a couple days later, and this gentleman is able to pick this kettlebell up to about his knees 
And then another scene goes by, and he's able to get it up to about his hips, and then his shoulders. And it shows the struggle as he drops it. And it starts to show that everybody in this neighborhood is looking in. Some are concerned. Some are wondering what's going on. And we still don't know what this gentleman is doing. And then by the end of the commercial, the setting is Christmas time. And he walks into his daughter's house. And he sees his granddaughter on the steps. And he brings this present. And inside this box is a Christmas tree topper with a star. And he reaches down and he picks up his granddaughter and he lifts her up. Almost looks like it's effortlessly to the top of that tree so that she can put that star on top of that Christmas tree. And it's a beautiful commercial. It's phenomenal. Go on our Facebook page, Faith Family Fitness. You'll be able to see the the video that I'm talking about. But it's a perfect example of what this principle implies. This gentleman knew what he wanted to do. He knew he wanted to be able to lift his granddaughter on top and be able to place that star on top of that tree. And that's how he trained. He trained with kettlebell. He trained lifting it up to above and beyond his shoulders because he knew that's the task that was going to be required for him to complete this mission. There's a famous saying, we have to learn to walk before we run. And with that, we have to understand how to progress through our training journey. That gentleman started by just lifting that kettlebell up as high as he could. And over time, he got it higher and higher and higher. But training is a long-term commitment. This is not a January New Year's resolution that lasts for a couple weeks, maybe a month. What I want you guys to understand on this program, and if you continue to listen to this program, we're in it for the long haul. I want you guys to be healthy day in, day out, every single day of the week uh, for the rest of your lives. But I also don't want you to become complacent. I don't want you to just be okay doing a little bit. I want you guys to continue to progress. I want you guys to continue to set new goals, to meet new goals, and to continue to push the limits. But we have to understand that it's a long-term process, it takes patience, and it takes us pushing ourselves. With that, we have to change something. We can alter weight, the intensity, repetition, sets, frequency of training, types of training, etc. But we have to do something different every single time, or we're going to be stagnant. If you've never done a training program in your entire life, sometimes it seems like the progression happens really fast. When we first start training, when we've never done anything, it seems like we're constantly adding weight to the bar, that we're able to run further and faster every single day really quickly. And as the time goes by, as we become more and more fit, the changes and the ability to perform at a higher level comes at a larger cost. It comes at more training, the expense of more time in the gym, more time running, more effort, and it becomes more of a slow and steady growth. And sometimes, at first, when something is really hard and then it becomes a little bit easier, complacency can get the best of us. I have seen countless times athletes struggle and struggle and struggle 
And then when they finally get it, they feel like they don't have to struggle anymore. And that's just not the case. Once you get to a point where it's easy to do what you're doing currently, you have to push the limits to continue to improve. You've got to do something different. I always give the example of a woman that wants to go run three miles every day at a 10-minute mile. And at first, she's never run before, and she starts running, and she can hardly run one mile at a 10-minute pace. And over time, she gets two, and then she gets three, and three miles at a 10-minute pace becomes a little bit easier. And then it becomes a little bit easier and a little bit easier. And if we continue to do this for six months and we run three miles at a 10-minute pace and we never do anything different, the only thing that we have done after six months is be able to run three miles at a 10-minute pace. Navy SEALs in their training have a saying, the only easy day was yesterday. Yesterday was easy. Today we're going to push the limit. Today we're going to go a little farther. Today we're going to go a little harder. We are going to change something. And this is important in everything that we do. This is important for your kids to understand. And this idea of progressive overload is not new to any of us. We didn't just start doing long division and multiplication before we learned the tables first. We walk before we run. We have to progress throughout the process. We started out with multiplication tables, then we did long division, and then we ended up in algebra. And some of you went on and and did math that's far further than my understanding of math. But we have to progress. We have to progress in our jobs. We have to progress in our knowledge and our understanding of what we do on a daily basis. We have to become comfortable constantly being uncomfortable. I always tell my athletes, I tell my kids, if you are trying to change something and it doesn't feel any different, you probably have not made a change. If it doesn't challenge us, it doesn't change us. This is from everything. This is for everything in our lives. This is for our walk with God. It's for our jobs. If we are not challenged, we are not changed. We have to continue to progress. We have to continue to push the limits. And so if you guys are just now getting started in the gym... And your first day to the gym is 45 minutes. Tomorrow, the next day, push it to 50. Let's get to an hour. And then once we get to an hour, let's limit the breaks. If you're taking four or five minutes in between exercises playing on your phone, let's change that. Let's go to two minutes. Then the next time, let's go to one minute. And when we start decreasing our rest, we start decreasing the amount of workload that we have and the activity that we have. And eventually, we're going to get up to a pretty high level of intensity over the course of an hour. And then you have the choice to change things. You can increase the weight of the exercises that you're doing. You can go to the gym one more day a week. There's plenty of things that we can do. And once again, it all goes back to what your goal is. And I don't know your goal on on this program right now, for those of you that are listening in, but you know what your goal is. If you have kids in the car, they know what their goals are. And I think that this is really important um, for kids to understand, especially if they're listening on in this program and they're athletes, right? It is so easy for us to become complacent, for us to become okay with where we're at. And sometimes 
it just seems like showing up is the hardest thing on the face of the earth to do, to show up to practice every day. But I can't tell you the amount of athletes, the amount of parents that have come to me and they said, look, you know, little Johnny has come every single day of this week. He's come every single day for the last month and he's not improving. And it all goes back to this. It all goes back to progressive overload. You have to continue to push every day. That woman that ran three miles every day at a 10-minute pace, right? She's going to become really good at running 10 miles at a three-minute pace. But all after six months she's going to be good at is running three miles at a 10-minute pace. So if you're an athlete listening into this, if you are just beginning your fitness journey and you are listening into this, it is really, really, really important that you understand that we have to continue to push every day. It is not enough just to show up. It might be at first. Remember, the first couple six weeks, you're going to progress really, really fast, and then things are going to get easy. And it's at that point that you have to change something, that you have to push the limit to continue to progress and to continue to change, see the changes that you want to see in your life. But with that, there's one more really critical training principle that we have to talk about, and that is recovery. Our bodies can only make physiological changes after recovery through a process that we call the supercompensation effect. And if you want more information, if you want to see a visual image of what I'm talking about when it comes to the supercompensation effect, run over to our website, faithfamilyfit.org, and you'll be able to see this model that I'm talking about. And actually, see all of these training principles, and I'll give more examples. And if you forget anything today, you can go back, you can read that, um, and it'll help you. But we have the supercompensation model, which says this. You stress the body. So training is stress. As we stress our bodies, we break them down. And with that, our ability to perform those activities are going to decrease slightly. But when we allow our bodies to recover, we're going to actually see an improvement above and beyond that baseline of where we started. And we call that change between the baseline and the new line the supercompensation effect. And over time, we continue to do this. We break down our bodies. We allow them to recover. And we get stronger. We get faster. And we do it again. And we get stronger. And we get faster. We have to allow our bodies to recover. We can't push them nonstop. And I know sometimes it is really easy when we're first starting out to go all the way as hard as we can every single day. We want those goals. It's a really easy way to get burned out, but it's also a really easy way to break down our bodies to an extreme, to where they can no longer recover. Because if we don't allow our bodies to recover, we're looking at injuries, we're looking at overuse injuries. And we're looking at just being fatigued and constantly tired. And that's not exciting. That's not a good thing to a situation to be in. We want to be in a much better situation than that. We want to allow our bodies to recover, to continue to progress and progress and progress. And when you get to a point that you have goals that are longer term with my athletes, we use a model called periodization. So we break down the entire competition year into segments and we know how we're going to build our athletes, basically shape our athletes from day one to day 365 where that primary competition is. And that's why I go back and say, look, you know, 
none of our athletes' performances, and I won't say none because sometimes I am ultimately shocked and surprised, but a lot of times before we walk into a competition, we know what our athletes are capable of. Because we understand these training principles, we understand how the body adapts and changes. Once again, I go back and I say, look, this is the beauty. This is where I see God's intelligent design at work. I love watching our athletes be able to adapt and change. That's where I see the beauty of intelligent design. We know what's going to happen. And we know what's going to happen because we've planned it to happen. And the last thing that I'm going to touch on really, really quickly is this idea, this last training principle of reversibility. If you stop doing what you're doing, if you no longer participate in exercise, you will revert back to your baseline. You will lose the changes that you've hoped to achieve. It might not happen super fast. It might take a year or so to regain all that weight that you had. But I can promise you, you're going to reverse back to where it was that you started. And so it's important that you stay motivated, that you look at the long term, that you understand that this is not quick changes. We are talking about long-term everyday habits and making those changes. We're going to take a brief time out and then we're going to continue. We're going to close and wrap on up and uh, I'll give you more information about what we're doing next week. Thanks for listening to Faith Family Fitness, a presentation of Full Armor Sports Teams. Teamwork is at the core of any successful organization. Full Armor Sports, led by national champion coach Jason Lupo, is now registering for school year sports programs. Full Armor is a multi-sport teaching and training organization with homeschool options available. All of Full Armor Sports coaches are certified and experts in their field. Full Armor's coaches combine for over 500 years of coaching experience. They will help your kids gain fundamental skills, the concepts of teamwork, essential to being successful throughout their lives. Multiple sports options are available now, from swimming, softball and volleyball, to powerlifting and youth MMA. The faith-based approach to making sports fun and productive are a great choice for your kids at Full Armor Sports Teams. Learn more at FullArmorSportsTeams.com. Welcome back. This is Faith Family Fitness on 100.7 The Word. Our bodies are uniquely and wonderfully made. We are intelligently crafted to achieve peak performance if we choose to do so in our everyday lives. And we are reminded in 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. We have been called to honor God with our bodies. And today is just the start of that roadmap to a healthier you and a healthier family. So this next week, I challenge you to start somewhere. Do something. Begin the journey. We have to start small, but we have to start somewhere. Build gradually. Allow your body to recover. Those training principles that we talked about. Train in a way that you want to see the results. Train in a way that's going to continue to progress you gradually and allow your body to recover. If you are a trained athlete and you're listening to this show, resist the urge to go easy. Become complacent. Push yourselves every single day in training 
to continue your improvement. And remember, the only easy day was yesterday. If you need a recap on any of the information on this show or would like some ideas for a beginner routine, check us out at faithfamilyfit.org. And make sure to join us next week as we talk about mindset and how our thought processes and brains work to make us better. And we are excited to offer and have on the show Julie Parks uh, to share with us a great community event happening next Saturday, August 27th at Fervent Church, equipping parents for the school year. Uh, That is from 1 to 4 p.m. next Saturday, August 27th. This is Faith Family Fitness. We are here every single Saturday morning at 9 a.m. This has been Faith Family Fitness with Coach Jason Lupo of Full Armor Sports Teams of Colorado Springs. Join him at the same time next week for Faith Family Fitness on The Word 100.7.